the following radio show takes place between 7 p.m. and 8.05 p.m. Events occur in fake time. Wednesday, everybody. Thank you for joining me on this fantastic Wednesday. It is, of course, January 5th, 2021, and we are doing yet another edition of Simulation Radio Live. And I'm a little bit afraid. Uh, I'm not going to lie, because I think this is the last night. Look, I, the, the vapes, I'm... I bought these before New Year with the intention of, all right, look, these are going to be the last ones. This is it. It's over after this. And they're getting to a point where now if you, if you, uh, if any of you guys out there use these, like the disposable flavored nicotine vapes, then you start to get to a point towards the end where you know, you know that they're about to die. You know that they're on their last leg and... I'm dreading it, man. I'm really dreading it because I think this is going to be the last night of it. And I'm really, really not looking forward to the next couple of days of detoxing and being completely irritable as shit and not having the patience where, you know, as soon as any possible little thing goes wrong. And if you smoke cigarettes out there, by the way, I'm sure you guys know about this, too. But uh, you know how when you lose that little, little bit of patience that you already are running fairly low on and you have that one little thing go wrong and the only thing that's on your mind at that moment when some little thing goes wrong and your patience just snaps like that is, God damn, do I want a cigarette or do I want a hit of this vape? And uh, man, this is it. I'm not looking forward to it. I'm, I'm scared. I'm scared. No. I'm scared and disoriented. That's that that's what that's what's happening tonight. So we do have a lot on the docket, of course. I teased some very, very funny stories. Look, we're gonna have some fun tonight because we did uh shorten the week a little bit from taking Monday off from taking a little bit of an extended holiday break, but we do have some fun stuff because there is a viral video that is going around, and we will get to more viral videos because we will do Eye on Social Media uh, in a little bit, but I want to start off with this because it's been making the rounds on Twitter, and if this does not uh, tell us the dystopian world that we're about to live in with this whole metaverse shit, because... You know how Facebook is meta, right? And you've seen, you might have seen that one picture of Mark Zuckerberg just walking down an auditorium, uh, like walkway, hallway with everybody else, everybody else in their fucking VR headsets. They're all in the metaverse where we're going to spend the, this 
fake money that nobody knows and we're gonna buy pictures of fucking psychedelic monkeys as nfts because those are totally real and you know how uh mark zuckerberg is the only one of those people that's not wearing the headset look mark zuckerberg could have joined them in the metaverse and maybe guided them along that little metaverse but no uh of course mark zuckerberg is not going to expose himself to the metaverse because he knows the world that we are about to enter of not only did we live in a world of you know pointless spending money and capitalism and all that all that good stuff before but now we might be able to do it virtually because this video is making the rounds now at first before i did a little bit of research into this video i thought that this was a video that walmart had just put out recently but it turns out that there's this video that is essentially this company called Mutual Mobile, and they developed an immersive virtual reality shopping experience. Now, this isn't new. This was created by this company, Mutual Mobile, to impress influencers at a conference called South by Southwest in 2017 and what that is is it, it's basically a convention with a whole bunch of influencers and they get to see tech stuff and you know they don't really have to do anything else besides be influencers and take take uh take their selfies and promote all their products which oh man i was about to go on a rant uh look i'm, I'm not trying to alienate people that follow e-girls because i will trust me we're gonna get to something in eye on social media that will uh comprehensively shit on e-girl thoughts so I, I i'll save that i'll save it till we get there i'll save it till we get there but walmart had envisioned unveiling a fully virtual shopping experience where uh it essentially is the world of walmart except it's in vr and this probably sounds as stupid to you as it sounds to me because a what the fuck are you gonna be buying in virtual walmart that would be of any use to anybody now the part of the clip that went viral i actually have the entire clip but the part of the clip that went viral is somebody walking around in their virtual headset uh picking up food off the virtual shelves which i i hate to break this to you but you can't eat food in the metaverse like if food it's not real the metaverse is not real it's fake ass food you, there's fake ass chef boy rd or campbell's chunky which ooh, that I, I could go for a little bit of campbell's chunky fake ass campbell's chunky on the shelves here and this vr idiot is going through picking up all the of the groceries and somehow this is going to be the dystopian world of the future where we just blindly buy things even if they're not real spending money that's not real and you know what i think that the future's lost the future is just dead it's dead to rights just take us back to the 80s now they, i mean they still have ac at least take me back to a time that had ac but before smartphones and social media and all this bullshit but if this is the world that we're getting ourselves into, then I, I think I think it's time to end it all, fellas. I think that's it for me. I'm done. Uh, I know there have been a lot of things that we have covered that have been it, the end-all, be-all thing that's causing me to just fucking blow my brains out and want to escape the world. But this might be, just might be, the keystone experience 
that is going to uh, drive it all home. And I say that until we cover an equally obnoxious story next week. And then next week's thing is going to be the thing that makes me want to do it. Trust. Trust me. So let's let's take a look at this uh, virtual Walmart footage that we have here. They're reimagining retail as retailers race to keep up with the convergence of technology, data and consumer habits. They seek ways to reimagine the shopping experience for their customers. A customer may not ever realize the staggering amount of technology behind a Walmart store, which I will give them credit for, to be fair. Like you would think of Walmart as kind of this uh simplistic simpleton they get the groceries or the shit that you buy with your fucking money your hard-earned your hard-earned money and you just throw it all away you throw it all away and it's just as simple they get all the stuff they put it on the shelves bingo bango bongo boom it's done you over forget about it how you doing but it's actually a little bit more complicated than that right because they have all of these like technological systems that work in the background that most of them are accessible through, you know, those little handheld scanning devices that they track all of the inventory with. And now Walmart's even putting fucking drones out there to, uh, I know they're test running this in some of the stores where they're putting fucking drones out there to restock them. And hey, no, no, stop it. Stop it. I didn't ask for this. Yeah, they're, they're, they're putting them out there. So to give them a little bit of credit, they are actually uh, more technologically advanced than a lot of uh, a lot of major retailers, in particular grocery stores, I could imagine, because the technology that they have running in the skeleton behind the scenes is quite complex. And I, I learned it firsthand working for them. But uh, I, I think this is too far, fellas. I think this is too far. And take a look at this with me. Somehow we're going to go into the fucking virtual world and buy shit, buy virtual fake ass stuff, which makes absolutely zero sense to me. Press the button to begin the experience. I don't know. Man. Look, <laughs> the experience of going to Walmart as it is and buying something already makes me want to kill myself. So I really don't understand the appeal of wanting to do it virtually. Now, in order to capture the full virtual experience, they're, of course, going to have to fill the aisles all up and down with the uh, fucking dumbass idiots that are just slamming their carts in the most insane and most inconvenient direction for you because, you know, that that's how it all works. Everybody, no matter what way you're going, up the fucking aisle, down the aisle, some idiot, some idiot is in your way and... They're, they're going to have to recapture this virtually if they really want people to just dive into the Walmart metaverse experience. Oh, my God. This is so high tech. Now entering Hi. Walmart. Thanks for visiting Walmart. No. Be your shopping assistant module today. But you shopping assistant module. No. Uh, what the fuck is her name? Sam? Uh, uh, all right. I, I get that we have to be. We have to be uh, inclusive. I was about to say exclusive. I, I get that we have to be a little bit inclusive here on who can be named Sam, which, to be fair, I mean, Sam is a valid female name. But on that, that same token, they're clearly making a reference to, you know, good old Walmart Sam here. But uh, what did she refer to herself as? She was a virtual shopping module. No, nope. put her down. Put her down right now. I think this is the robots taking over. 
You can call me Sam for short. No. Oh, it's something automated module. Oh, so it's an abbreviation. Okay, let's get started. I have your shopping list loaded up, and I'm tracking your oil change so I can let you know as soon as it's done. Oil change? What are you getting oil changed? What are you getting oil changed in the metaverse? I don't understand. What do you need to have oil changed? I I, I don't get it, man. The, the future is stupid. Look, they, you're already starting to put your fucking pineapples in your groceries. I guess somebody's already done some shopping for you in the metaverse because you can't do you, you can't do all of your shopping in the metaverse. Of course, you have to have some of it done for you. God, they're they're capturing they're capturing the monotony of real life. I already don't want to do this in real life. I don't want to do it in the metaverse. Come on. Now you see the tomato. Oh sauce my god. Go ahead and grab that and then place it in your cart. Don't tell me what to do, bitch. Oh, look at how choppy that is. Look, this is going to need some work. I guess this is from 2017, and uh, the technology has really advanced since then. But I look, it gets the point across. It, they've even got suggested recipes pop up, other suggested items. They're grabbing a what the, the virtual you is doing right now is grabbing the one singular jar of, of course, great value brand, Chunky Tomato Sauce. It's got all the nutrition facts labeled on there, the price right on there, great value, Chunky Pasta Sauce, which, that 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 sounds really grody, by the way. I, I do not like how Chunky Pasta Sauce sounds. Like, okay, so it's one thing for Campbell's Chunky. They can kind of get away with it, but I don't know. Ugh, Chunky Pasta Sauce just sounds gross of course they got all the brands on there wine right next to it great looks like you need a good wine pairing take a look to your right no i want to get drunk in the real world not in the metaverse also why can't i grab any of the other brands come on uh walmart metaverse you got to figure this shit out you you Come on, Sam, you need to rise from your grave and give uh, Mark Zuckerberg a call and let him know what's up here. Your age has already been pre-verified through your profile. So no oh, need no. to wait for an ID check. I don't like Just that. Just place the item in your cart whenever you're ready. This It's like a video game. It's a video game. Imagine playing a video game where you're fucking walking around Walmart doing your grocery shopping. No, no. This I don't like it. I don't like the future at all. I don't like it at all. I hate it. Thanks, I hate it. Oh, God. The whole store has disappeared now. Everything's going dark. Like my brain. I'm getting a notification from your connected smart fridge. It looks like you already have a full gallon of milk at home. Okay. She's getting a notification from this person's connected smart fridge at home that you already have milk and so you don't need milk. What connected smart fridge? What why don't you need milk? You're in you're in the fuck you're in the metaverse. You're in the metaverse. Why do you are you really not keeping track of your milk in the metaverse? Is that what's going on here? Like are are you really just paying that much attention to how much milk you have in your virtual fridge in the metaverse to where this is what we got to do. Up uh, now we're now we're in the the frozen and dairy section. Should we put this one back? Yes, put it all back. Put my life back while we're at it. Oh, 2% gross. Gross. 
whole milk drinkers, where are you at? This is so hey, stupid. Good news. Your oil change is done. Your vehicle will be ready at the tire. In Again, the I repeat. I repeat once more. Oil change for what? Oil change for what? What are you getting changed? I don't like it. I don't like it. Live Express. I've added the service charge to your cart. Now for the uh -oh. fun step. To electronics. Oh, come on, robot. Just act like a damn robot. You're an automated machine. Just, you don't need to be fake peppy. I don't need that. I'll go to the fucking real world if I want people to act like that. I'm trying to go to the metaverse to get away from shit like you. Now the the electronic section you just pops up. Saved the best for last. This TV has great reviews on Walmart.com. Add it to your cart, and I'll have it brought to the front for you. What do you need a TV for? You're in the metaverse. You're already looking at a TV, or you know, goggles that are kind of like a TV that you're playing on a TV. You don't need a virtual TV for eight hundred fake ass dollars, an eighty-six inch. I've never heard of that brand before, by the way. X UHD on the bottom right one. This is a heavy item. Who cares if it's a heavy item? It's in the metaverse. You're not lifting it. <laughs> a new way to save. All right, let, let's let's let me let's skip ahead here. You're just, now that he's just browsing. He's still got groceries in his cart. Up oh, now the electronic section disappeared. Oh no, where are we going next? Pick up the fake ass car, getting a fake ass oil change. I'm scared. Oh no, now we're going back outside. Like that's everything on your list. Are you ready to check out with Walmart Pay? No, I hate you. Shut up. Nine hundred and twenty-seven dollars. If that's not. Okay, that, that's got to be some subliminal messaging right there, that they want us to pay $927. I have never, not once in my entire fucking life, gone to Walmart and spent anywhere near $927. Look, I mean, maybe the guy bought a fake virtual TV in the metaverse, and that's, that's what caused him to spend something close to $927. Look at his cart. His cart doesn't look like it has $927. This is driving me insane. Start shopping at Walmart. Have a great day. Shut up. Oh, God. They've got the drone flying the TV out to your car, too. And now the shopping cart is wheeling itself out to God fucking knows where you're going. Walmart future retail experience. Up. Oh my god, this is very dystopian. Okay, so this footage uh, went viral today. Um, I'm not quite sure why it went viral, despite the fact that it was out in 2017, but I caught a glimpse of this, and it really, it just really made me lose any sort of hope for the future. And, you know, I, I think we need we need something to, to bring us back a little bit. Need something to bring us back. No, Walmart. No, stop. I left you. In the virtual me me metaverse. You're gone. I'm out. So we do need something to bring us back from the brink here, which I look, I need something 
to give me a little bit more faith in the fact that our future might not be completely doomed and we as a human species might not be doomed to perpetually living in the virtual metaverse, spending money that's not real on shit that's not real. But BlackBerry. BlackBerry is dead, ladies and gentlemen. They're gone. Sayonara to them. They're pulling the plug now on the service for its once ubiquitous business smartphones, which were, were very popular with executives. They were notably popular with former President Obama, too, who uh, I believe went viral or made news for uh, having to be dragged, kicking and screaming away from his BlackBerry in order to use some random smartphone that's probably an iPhone. But look, Blackberries were just archaic, man. Nobody uses buttons anymore. This is not the metaverse world. The metaverse world is us tapping on stupid things and putting on wearing stupid things and just going into the future. And I, I hate it. I hate it. Unfortunately, BlackBerry may still have lawsuits to face as a U.S. judge on Monday rejected the company's bid to dismiss a lawsuit claiming that it defrauded shareholders by inflating the success and profitability of smartphones using BlackBerry 10 OS and said that the class action case could go to trial this fall. So, oh, look, I get what you're trying to do here, BlackBerry. They shut down service for all remaining BlackBerries starting or after yesterday at midnight last night. So Blackberries are dead as of today. Some social media users are reminiscing that it was a great device, but look, we've moved on, man. The future is here and Blackberries are not gonna be a part of it anymore. I, I'm sad to say, I'm sad to say, no, they're dead, they're dead. <laughs> is it clear that I hate the world yet? I, I, I hope it is, because I just do not like the direction that we are going in, man. One place that you used to be able to buy a BlackBerry is Radio Shack, before they went out of business for being uh, obsolete and not having anything relevant anymore. They filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection in 2015, but were purchased... Two years later, by Retail Economic Ventures, which acquired the company in November of 2020 after this long buying process. Supposedly, they also bought other companies such as Models, never heard of them, Pier One, never heard of them, but they sound kind of familiar, and Dress Barn, which pff, never heard of them, which probably explains why they don't fucking exist. However, uh, this new company is relaunching Radio Shack as a cryptocurrency exchange. Wow, if if crypto is not booming right now, and look, this sounds kind of weird to me. They're gonna have to give this a different name because I cannot imagine downloading a Radio Shack app and it being called Radio Shack and it being a cryptocurrency exchange. I, I, I something about that just does not seem right. They initially planned to serve as a token swap market, which it called the lowest hanging fruit among the many DeFi opportunities, which 
I don't know, man. I've seen some of the ridiculous-ass DeFi stuff out there, like the fucking DeFi video games that you have to buy fake money for that are literally just video games that all the, the fucking crypto losers on Twitter... You know, I'm not calling everybody one of those, just the people that are so far into it that they're not even a real human being anymore. Look, these are the people that are going to be going virtual shopping at Walmart are, are these people. Look, trust. Trust me on this. But they're initially planning to serve as a token swap market, uh, which it called the lowest hanging fruit among the many DeFi opportunities. This sets Radio Shack up as a competitor to exchange services such as Coinbase and Binance, which are those apps that you could download right now and link your bank account to and buy some crypto in. Like I'm, I'm not saying I haven't done it. I've I've got crypto in one of those apps right now, but. I really cannot imagine downloading the fucking Radio Shack app and having that be or it being intuitive enough for anybody to think that that's going to be a crypto exchange. Like, there's, I don't know, man, there's nothing there is nothing about uh, the Radio Shack name or brand that could possibly indicate that they could possibly be a crypto exchange. So they're going to have to come up with some sort of a different name for that. They're they're partnering with a company called Atlas USV because, you know, they're sounded like a little bit of the a uh, couple of the other crypto people. They're a long-term holder, not a reward-oriented short-term provider of liquidity. They're not out for the money, man. They're out to bring down the big banks, bruh. So I do look forward to seeing how the Radio Shack app ends up ends up working out. So when we come back, we'll get to Eye on Social Media. We have got quite, quite a cavalcade of hilarity, including most of the things that I teased on social media. And is it appropriate to use your dress as a face mask? We will get to that. Plus, there are reports of a rapper that did something, uh, you know, he did something a little bit questionable. I'm not saying it was that. It was that. In response to walking into some party and seeing his girlfriend twerking, and it went viral on Instagram Live. Plus, we have the infamous model that we talked about on the last Eye on Social Media. The 90 Day Fiance star is stepping down from her influencer role of selling something completely ridiculous to dumbass social media simps for quite a lot of money, and I will revel, revel in this sweet and juicy story when we come back. Simulation Radio. So we had the impossible challenge on the very interesting show 
a couple of weeks ago where, look, I'd said that we would going to we we'd be going to that we were going to do it for months and finally followed through on it when Ryan Sequest brought home a tray of Impossible Burgers from the Cheesecake Factory home one day and. I'm not going to lie. It was kind of okay. However, I would not go out and order it from anywhere. But other companies, other fast food places, for instance, have a different idea. Because KFC is the latest to launch Beyond Meat fried chicken across the United States starting on January 10th. For a limited time, they've started testing the plant-based chicken in August 2019 in Atlanta and expanded to more areas the following year. Now, this is a partnership between Yum! Brands, which also owns Taco Bell, Pizza Hut, and KFC. It's a partnership between them and Beyond Meat to bring, over the next several years, all of this plant-based meat to all these locations, which I'm not going to lie, as okay as the Impossible Burger was, I know that we're dealing with Beyond Meat here, and the Impossible Burger is their competition, and they're at locations such as Burger King, which I'm not going to Burger King and ordering a fucking Impossible Burger, and I'm also not going to KFC or Taco Bell or Pizza Hut and ordering a Beyond fucking anything. That's not how this is going to work. That is not what's happening here. And so uh, I can only hope that this will fail, but it probably won't because there, of course, is a market of people out there that want to eat this kind of stuff that are vegetarian or vegan. I, I don't know which one of those allows you to eat beyond meat or impossible meat. I, I think it's both of them, right? Let me know in the comments of the YouTube video if uh, you're a vegetarian or a vegan and whether or not the impossible meat like breaks your rules because i'm curious to know i don't actually know uh prices for the beyond fried chicken at kfc will start at 6.99 in most places but vary by location and by the time this comes out in uh five days then i imagine that inflation will rise to god knows whatever and it won't just be 6.99 anymore look we're hearing reports the false, well, maybe not false, they should be false, but the latest breaking reports that Little Caesars Pizza will soon not be $5 anymore. Wow, oh my god, inflation has really taken, taken a turn here. They will be $5.55, and some locations have already started doing that. But look, this, this is the price. This is the price of them just printing infinite money and the Fed's solution to everything being to print infinite money. And, you know, when we look at it in those terms, then maybe I start to see a little bit of a point to the the loser crypto bros that just go hard on crypto and crypto is their whole fucking life. I kind of start to see the point of what they're trying to do with the whole little decentralization thing. I don't know. We'll see. All that matters is how well they sell, and that will determine the business for if uh, these Beyond Burgers, or not just burgers, but Beyond Meat, continue to propagate throughout more fast food places like that. So 
I am curious to see how this will turn out. If we start seeing reports that, you know, they're pulling them, they're not available anymore, then, you know, maybe that just means that they're not doing so well. But then again, the Impossible Burger, I believe, is still an option at Burger King. So they must be doing okay enough to still continue to stock them. We'll see. And now, I am not Kent Brockman, but this is I on social media. Rev up those fryers. Sweet, sweet justice. Now, we do have a follow-up from the last time that we did Eye on Social Media here at Simulation Radio Live, where we talked about this 31-year-old influencer, Stephanie Motto, who was a reality star on 90 Day Fiancé. She later started her own YouTube channel, uh, wrote books. Yeah, right. I'm sure, I'm sure she wrote that book, totally and founded an X-rated subscription site called Unfiltered, without the E at the end. So it's just Unfiltered without the uh, without the vowel, which seems to be the, the direction that language go is going nowadays. Look, we're eventually going to get to a point where, you know all those fucking rappers that are just removing the vowels from their name and are just random strings of consonants and like dollar signs and random characters that's the direction that our language is going okay and if that's where we're gonna go then i i sorry i just i don't want any part of the future just get me out now get me out now or send me back to right after ac comes out that that's it that's the time that i want to be sent to you know not directly when ac comes out but after AC gets perfected a little bit. It's kind of like how nobody buys the first generation of, or the first, yeah, the first generation of like iPhone, new iPhone models. Whenever something really big comes out, they're like, uh, no. Or when a new Apple product comes out, like the iPad or the Apple Watch or any of that shit, uh, nobody wants to buy the first generation of that. We got to wait till we perfect it. We got to perfect the technology. And that's when I want to go to. I want to go to, when we've perfected the air conditioning technology and just park my ass right there in that timeline, right in there, just get in there and that's it. Just stay there. So 31 year old Stephanie Motto uh, made notoriety on social media, on Instagram, on TikTok, on YouTube, on all of the social medias for selling bottles of her flatulence for up to $50,000 a piece. She ended up making, uh, well, a couple of them went for 50 grand. Most of them went for around, if I remember correctly, between like two and five grand, depending on how much the simps were willing to pay. And she made $200,000 in sales. And now that she has reached that amount, she has announced her retirement from the fart game. Thank fucking God for that. 
and not for the reason that you would think. You would think that, you know, maybe she had a, a moral experience where just where she decided, you know what? Uh, sure, hate the game, not the player, but I just can't do that to these poor social media simps, which, by the way, uh, I okay, you and me, fellas, look at me right now. Look at me. I, I see you. You see me. Look at me. Look through your Instagram right now. And if more than 50% of what you follow on Instagram are all just uh, e-girls and thoughts and stuff like that, then you need to rethink your life right now. You need to just rethink how you do things, unfollow some of those bitches, and start following some real stuff. Like, you know, follow cool animals or cool technology. I, oh, I follow this really cool account called uh, Inspiring Engineering, which shows, like, breakdowns of how stuff works. Look, even if you want to follow Jesus stuff, that's okay, too. But, you know, you need to start getting rid of these Instagram thoughts because they're damaging the society. They're damaging to your brain. And I'm telling you, you're going to be just better off emotionally and mentally for doing so. However, you would think that this 31-year-old Instagram influencer who is a former 90 Day Fiance star, maybe she might have had a moral realization. God might have come to her one day and said, Dear E-Girl, you need to stop what you're doing because I am God. And if you don't, I will send down my holy wrath to strike you down. And look, that should have been enough. That should have been enough. Okay, but no, unfortunately, it was not a moral moment of clarity that she had. But instead, what happened was she was rushed to the hospital with chest pains where she feared symptoms of a heart attack. That sounds bad. Young, healthy-looking, 31-year-old e-girl thought rushed over to the hospital and, you know, it, that's kind of scary. You think that something's going to happen to you, right? But after undergoing a litany of tests, including blood work and an EKG, she was told that her pain was the result of her steady diet of gas-inducing beans and eggs. <laughs> that doesn't sound good. That doesn't sound healthy for you. What the fuck is her name? Stephanie. You need to change what you're doing. She said, quote, I thought I was having a stroke and that these were my final moments. I was overdoing it. Oh, God. Oh, all right. Chat. Yeah. This is it. This is it. All right. I, I know that I said that the Walmart fucking metaverse world was what is going to bring me over the edge, but this is it right here. And this is not even the New York Post being the New York Post. She is a self-proclaimed, self-proclaimed fartrepreneur. No, that's it. That's it. I'm done. Done, fellas. She had squeezed out <clears throat> up to 50 jars worth of farts per week to keep up with her demand, even adding protein shakes to her diet to make them more pungent. She was, there are 50 people a week. There are 50 simps every week that was buying, that were buying containers of her fucking gas. And look, I'm telling you right now, she just, here, I'll, I'll show you guys a picture of her too. She's just a generic Instagram thought. I really don't understand why people are paying upwards of five grand for her, her, her gas, to put it lightly. Look, I wasn't lying on social media. I wasn't lying when I put out the teaser that said, I hope you aren't eating dinner, unless you're one of those people that's into this and you're just kind of fucking shoveling your dinner in your face right now. Like, oh yeah, give me a piece of that, which 
I mean, if you're one of those people, you probably follow more than 50% of your Instagram as e-girl thoughts. So you, you probably stop doing what you're doing. Not that me telling you that is going to cause you to make any changes. But look, I, you just find something else to jerk off to. Just go to fucking Pornhub, for God's sake, and stop following them on Instagram. You're giving them the attention. You're giving them attention that they're feeding off of. And you're just you're just continuously feeding this fucking degenerate culture where uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. She also said, I could tell that something was not quite right that evening when I was lying in bed and I could feel a pressure in my stomach moving upward. It was quite hard to breathe. And every time I tried to breathe in, I would feel a pinching sensation around my heart. And of course, that made my anxiety escalate. I just like called my friend and asked if she could come and drive me over to the hospital because I thought I was having a heart attack. She also said it was made clear that what I was experiencing was not a stroke or a heart attack, but very intense gas pains. And of course, she did not tell her doctor about her side hustle as a fartrepreneur. No, get me out. Done. Get me out. She was advised to change her diet and take a gas suppressant medication, which has effectively ended her business. No, no, she's out of the fart game because she's eating stuff that makes her fart more. And I guess it it, it increases the how pungent the farts are. And that made the simps want to buy them even more, which, God, look, if you're lost. You're all lost. I'm telling you, if you're all lost. If you follow more than 50% of, of your Instagram is, is e-girls, you're fucking lost. And you're, you're uh, one of those degenerates that is causing our society to completely collapse and go to shit. She couldn't believe the demand either. She said, I honestly could not believe the demand. I think a lot of people have this fetish in secret. God, I hope not. I began this venture by eating mostly protein muffins, shakes, and hard-boiled eggs, but then she decided to branch out a little bit and try some new recipes to keep it exciting, and look, I guess God decided to strike her down by almost giving her a heart attack. Oh, God, why, why are you telling me this, New York Post? The, the natural gas manufacturer's menu also included black bean salad, onion, and ham and pepper omelets. And here's the thing. Okay, all of that food sounds pretty good, but when you read all of that, under the context that the only purpose that she's eating this is to just shit it all out and sell them to fucking dumbass simps, on Instagram and whatever fucking unfiltered without the consonant or without the vowel on her fucking website. <sighs> we're I think we're doomed, fellas. I, I really do. I, I think we're just lost. 2022, baby! 2022! Let's fucking go! Despite the financial success, the reception of her unique business has been mixed, according to the outlet that she gave the original interview. I have a lot of people praising me, calling me a girl boss, telling me that I inspire them to be unashamed of who they are and what they do. No, if this is what you're doing, you need to be ashamed of who you are and what you do, because this is not okay. This is not okay, and I'm sorry, I'm absolutely being super judgy here, but no, this is not okay. This is the kind of shit that is completely denigrating our society and is going to cause us all to just spontaneously combust. Look, I, all I hope is that we get real-life IRL Thanos who can just snap his fingers and make half this shit disappear. And even then, that's not going to fix it because that's only going to make half the simps go away.
But on the other end, I've been getting a ton of negativity, she says. I've even received death threats, people telling me I should end my life, and so on. Now, that's not the right way to go about this either. Now, I... We should give her the chance to learn, everybody. Don't send her death threats. That's wrong. Don't tell her she should end her life. That's also wrong. But we need to give her the chance to learn. Learn from her mistakes. And hopefully having the biggest fucking ass blasting of all time is what causes her to learn this lesson. And maybe she did learn a lesson because the newly retired fart peddler says that she could plans to donate a portion of her income to charity that supports gastric disorders she said i think everything happens for a reason and although my fart selling days are ending i'm going to save the money i've made and we'll put some into crypto look crypto people this is your girl right here this is your girl i mean i don't know i'm not really gonna do the math right now on how much five grand equates to in one bitcoin but you know, maybe she's going to start selling them for Bitcoin now once she figures out her gastrointestinal situation. A Chicago rapper has gone viral, or at least a video of a Chicago rapper whose name is not being released by the press, who walked into a party and started just shooting everybody, shooting everything because he walked into this party and saw his girlfriend twerking. And this video has gone viral because, of course, a video of a rapper going uh, shooting stuff is going to go viral if it's caught on camera. I mean, <sighs> sure, sure. Look, this, this is the time. These are the times that we're living in, fellas. Fortunately, nobody was seriously injured here. And this is the video that went viral. I'll show this to you guys so that we can see the damage. This will be the first time that I'm looking at this, too. So... It's got 12.5 thousand views on this one website, uh, Black Sports Online, which is where this originally broke, I believe. But I imagine that it's got a ton of other views at or amongst the various other outlets that it was posted to. Uh-oh. My full screen's not working. All right, we're going to have to see this again. She twerking. Uh-oh. No. All right. W w one more time. That is a very ugly color of hair, by the way. That, that shade of yellow. Your hair looks like a fucking banana, woman. She twerking. Oh, there are the gunshots. Everybody's cowering in fear now. Oh, no. I'm going to die. Fortunately, nobody, uh, fortunately, nobody was hurt in this. And unfortunately, uh, we are not going to get to learn the identity of the rapper because their identity is not going to be released by the press or the police because they're not able to independently confirm that he was the one who fired the shots. But social media accounts that were involved in this have all come out and said that this particular rapper was the one that fired the shot. So uh, they're not going to slander this rapper's name just because, and this is good journalism, by the way. I know that it's rare to see good journalism nowadays, but they're not going to release the name of the rapper because they cannot actually confirm that he was the one that uh, fired all the shots, which, uh-oh, sounds bad. It sounds bad.
finally in eye on social media actually we might have one more to get to but a woman in argentina stripped down to her underwear and attempted to use her dress as a face covering to get around an ice cream parlor's mask mandate so i'll set the stage for this video because a woman decides to walk in she's in this party of 10 other party girls So she goes in there, uh, doesn't want to wear a mask, has no mask on, and when asked to put her mask on, she says, don't ask for my face mask, I'm putting it on. She boldly tells the staff at the store in Godoy Cruz, which is a city in the western province of Mendoza in Argentina. There is surveillance footage of this, which also shows a man approaching the counter with his three daughters as the comical scene unfolds. And all right, before I show you guys this video, just imagine how awkward this situation is going to be. You're you're just a guy at an ice cream parlor with your three daughters who look kind of young, by the way, and all of a sudden... Some dumbass fucking party girl comes in. It does. It looks like she's already not wearing a dress. So it, it's almost as if this is fake and she's anticipating this happening. But, you know, just because it's fake, that's not going to stop it from going viral. Okay. So then a uh, dumbass, probably drunk party girl walks into the ice cream parlor, is told to put her mask on, and she just doesn't want to do it. She doesn't want to do it. So rather than just kind of leave without putting up a fight she decides all right let me start tearing up my dress tear it all up who cares if the world sees and i'm going to use that as my mask let's let's check out this video if it will play so we can see so while the video loads uh you can see this guy this guy just looks like poor father poor dad he is uh he is in a very, very awkward situation here where, uh, oh, you can see here in some of the, the captures from this, he starts off, he's wearing his mask improperly, but then he sees this woman do her shit and oh, all of a sudden, no, I, I'm, let me put my mask up. <laughs> all right, well, here, here's the footage. Unfortunately, it doesn't look like there's any audio of this. So the woman's walking in now. Already wearing just uh, undergarments. I guess this is when the dialogue happens. No, don't tell me to put my mask on. Oh, he's The guy is trying not to look over there. <laughs> he's trying not to look. He just can't help but, you know, take, take a couple little, little peeks over there at this woman. Because she's nearly naked. <laughs> uh, then he, he puts his mask back up. And now more people decide to come into the picture. They decide to come in. Fortunately, good news for this woman who uh, just decided that she just wanted to wear her mask as a dress. Good news for her. She was with a group of about 10 other people, and she finally managed to get her sweet treat when one of them secured a mask. No, that's a different video. Fuck you, New York Post, and your autoplay videos. She did eventually secure a mask as she was amongst a group of 10 other people. I'm surprised that they let her back in. Or, you know, maybe she ended up putting some fucking clothes on and walked in and it was a little bit unrecognizable. I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's just how things go sometimes. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was I 
on social media. Wow, infotainment. All right, let's let's wrap it up here because uh, as we learned from tonight's show, here's the moral of the story for tonight's show, which is that the future is going to suck and it's all going to be fake. So live uh, a real life, go out there into the real world and do some things. Otherwise, Mark Zuckerberg is going to break down your door and walk into your living quarters and shove his fucking metaverse Oculus goggles on you and lock you into the metaverse forever. And then you'll be forced to shop at Walmart in the metaverse and spend 957 fake dollars at fake Walmart buying fake shit. Let's do reach for this guy. We're going to do something a little bit different today, which is that I'm going to have to retrain my brain from saying this, but we're we're going to a new website today rather than randomquestionmaker.com because I noticed this yesterday, which is that we, I think I've ran out of questions. They have a predetermined list of questions and I think they only have so many of them. And I'm not going to lie. I, I think we're out. I think we're out of random generator or random question maker.com questions. So it's a sad day that we have to move on here. But the point and the purpose of Reach for the Sky is to uh, just kind of calm down a little bit and recover and just chill out. Namaste. Peace be with you and also with you. So cool down with me, chat, as we go to what here the new one that we've got is randomwordgenerator.com and they have a section on there that you can ask some randomly generated questions so let, let's see which one that we've got here no fucking way oh my, no you know what let me show you guys this too let me show you guys that this i did not make this question up if you had the choice to go back in time or into the future which would you choose if that does not if that doesn't fit tonight's show perfectly if that does not fit tonight's show perfectly then i don't know what does and if you've been paying attention to the show then you clearly clearly know what the answer to that is going to be and spoiler alert it is not going to be into the future because the farther that we go into the future the farther that we will be going into the fucking mark zuckerberg metaverse where uh, eventually the whole thing just degenerates into stupid-ass e-girl thoughts and dumb-ass simps just throwing their fake-ass virtual money at them and their psychedelic ape NFTs at them and, you know, just... Just please take my attention and please sleep with me. No, no. that that's Look, that's not how interactions work between you guys. That's not how it's supposed to work. I mean, sure, they thrive off the attention, but that's all they want. They want your money! If you had the choice to go back in time or into the future, which would you choose? Ah, oh, that that's a hard one, man. That That's such a difficult one. That was really tough. I know that I just spent this entire uh, hour just almost fucking losing it over the stuff that we have coming out in the near future. But alas, I know this is going to come as a surprise to everybody that listened, but I'm going to pick the past. I'm going to choose to go back in time. And I, I, I don't know. I did talk about the whole uh, 
once they perfected ACs. Get me right on that era. That's probably got to be like the 80s, right? They, they had decent ACs in the 80s. Good AC. Uh, music was good. I mean, if anybody listens to the fucking synthwave that I play as rejoins, that mwah, beautiful, beautiful time period. And it's before social media. It's when seemingly a lot of people were happy and we weren't so super divided as a culture that we are now. I mean, that's probably not true. We were probably just as divided then, but in less clear ways. And it was easier for people to relate to each other from different backgrounds and ideologies and all of that. But alas, that's that's not what we got today, folks. That is not what we have today. And therefore, I shocker, shocker, but I will not be picking the future. I will be picking the past. Glad we know that. <laughs> so thank you all for listening. It was a very very fun time question mark that we had tonight i mean you probably had fun but man eh, i'm a little i'm a little upset now join us tomorrow night for the very interesting show at 9 p.m eastern please be sure to follow at simulation radio on all of the socials and subscribe on youtube and click that fucking bell cha-ching and see y'all tomorrow Remember you all in therapy.